All right, what's up guys? Here with Julius. How's it going? Um, I'm excited about this because he's a powerlifter. Yeah. So you got you got some different perspective than mm. any, my other guests so far. Right. So I want to start with your um, your age. Oh, 27. And your weight. Um, I'm sitting at like 176 right now. 176. And how yeah. tall are you? 5'7". Five, 5'7". Seven. Five, seven. Okay. Yeah. And then your body fat now, your body fat kind of where it stays at uh, as a powerlifter. About like 15 to 17%. I like to be a little bit leaner when I start going to prep, which is about like a 12 week prep period. And then I'll cut down probably towards like 12 to 13%. Does that help? Yeah. It does for me a lot. Cause I realize that when I'm a little bit smaller or at least it, yeah, I, I, my leverages get a lot better. It's, so that's why being I'm really, leaner. Yeah. Being leaner. What is that? Um, I think it's just the way I deadlift, I'm a conventional deadlifter. So I have certain leverages and when I engage lats and everything, I realize at a smaller weight, I can tuck and get better. And I realize I lift more now at a smaller weight. Cause I actually, yeah, cause I used to compete in powerlifting at 210 actually. And I walked around around 211, 212. Oh, so you're yeah. what, 210 pounds? Yeah. Ex oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, so what was your body fat then? Um, um, Must then, have been a lot higher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was a, yeah. Lot, I was a lot bigger. Then it was more like 20%. Um, but I was still a little bit, I was still a little bit leaner, but um, it was just a lot bulkier though, but I was like gotcha. walking around like 211 or so, and it was, it was, I felt heavier. I just felt like even though I was bigger, I wasn't able to get right with certain lifts, with bench and That's deadlift. I just couldn't. Now I realize that this lighter weight, like everything moves a lot better, and I'm like, this is great. It makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Why, uh, why are a lot of these big guys um, carrying a lot of weight? Like these. I think a lot of people just have the concept in their head that if you're heavier, you're going to lift more, you know? And a mm. lot of people try to pack it in. They're like, oh, well, if I can just, you know, I need to hit these numbers, I need to be this weight instead. Instead of working on certain, like, technical parts of lifts or working with certain leverages or different kind of forms that can better you more. more on weight. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting, yeah. man. Mm. Um, give me your background. So... How long have you been training? Where you started? Yeah, like how I mean, you got into? I was really an athlete for like for 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 life. Really, my um, come back from military background. My mom was in the military, so yeah. as a young age, me and I have a younger brother. We really did sports our whole lives. We okay. did our big thing when we were young was doing multiple sports to figure out what we liked. So I mean, we did yeah. baseball to soccer to football, and then when I learned football, that was that was my key. <laughs> like football, oh, like yeah, okay, yeah, like American so, football, right? yeah, American football. Yeah, okay. So I got really into football for a little bit. Um, I got a little bit of hype going to high school. I had a little bit of D2, D3 recruitment, which was kind of cool. And um, I had a really bad knee injury, actually. Um, gotcha. My knee folded on itself. So I was on the floor and I was looking at the bottom of my foot. It was it was really bad. I dislocated my shoulder. It was a really, it was a really bad thing. And uh, that kind of knocked me out. But that gotcha. was my first kind of like little setback. And I was like, no, I need to get back on the saddle again. Okay. Uh, from there, I went to the military. And then that just kind of ingrained like my athletic kind of like competitiveness a little bit because they have those APFT tests where you physical yep. fitness test with everybody else. I'm like, well, I'm going to be the best at that. So, so you're, that you're competitive. Yeah, I'm a very competitive gotcha. person. Yeah, that's it. So I, I did, like that. Yeah, I did that. Um, I was in what type of what military did you do? I did National Guard for six years. Okay. Um, I deployed once over to Kuwait. Uh, that was a lot. Of, that was an experience. Um, but that was a lot of fun, and that's where okay. I got like a little competitiveness. Uh, when I got out, I got out in 2019, um, and that's when I kind of started. Or a few years before that, um, I came back from my deployment. Sorry, in 2017, and uh, I learned about powerlifting through my fiance. Actually, she was at the gotcha. Air Force Base gym with a trainer, and they're like, "Yeah, you to learn about powerlifting." I'm like, is she in the military as well? No, she was just working on the base okay. as uh, one of the um, shops. So she'd do the smoothie shop actually in there. Okay. So it's kind of cool. Like she would do like she would be able to make wraps and everything, and smoothies, and she kind of knew about that side, yeah. and then also was learning about the powerlifting side. I'm like, gotcha. oh, this is cool. 
So I learned it from her. Yeah. Did you, um, just going back to the military, is yeah. there anything you got from that that helped you be more competitive? Yeah. Any, anything ingrained in you? Or yeah. Still, what they, type, what they did you lot, get from that? They had a lot of cool health courses actually. And on, on top of that, like just how they ingrain kind of like competition within the ranks and that also camaraderie kind of just upped it a little bit more. Gotcha. Like you're with those same people all the time, every day, all day, just training. So you're just like, all right, if we're going to do this all day, I want to be better than you. You're around <laughs> a high, uh, high status of more competitive people. Right? Exactly. Yeah. What yeah. about um, as far as mindset? Like, I'm sure you got some mindset stuff. Out oh, of the yeah. A lot, a lot of discipline stuff. A lot of just um, my biggest takeaway, I think, was just learning that you can only control what you can control and everything outside of that. You kind of have to let go a little bit. So I know what that do, I can. What do you mean by that exactly? Like, I, I, know, I know what you're getting at. But yeah, I mean, I can I can plan out my training and everything. I can go in there and there might be certain days where I might not. I can't lift certain things or maybe things kind of fell off. I'm like, all right, cool. But we can reset and I can go down to a lower weight and work on whatever I'm deficient at. So that way next week we come back and go stronger. So I, I feel like, yeah, yeah. So just resetting almost and just like, all right, let's step back, reset and then attack again. That's what I, like my biggest lesson. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So your fiance got you into powerlifting. Yeah, she got me into it. Was she, she like? <laughs> was she in it for a couple of years before you oh, did, or were you funny. kind of both dabbled in it? So we. Oh, I was always just general lifting. I was going to like LVAC, just doing my regular stuff, and I was just like, all right, cool. I see that guy lifting five hundred for squats. I'm going to try to do five fifty today. Like that was just me. Like gotcha. that's like I'll make my own competitions in my head, and that's how I stayed motivated in the okay. gym. Okay. So you're so, competing with yourself. Yeah, it's competing with and, myself. And, and the, like the guy on the treadmill next to you. Yeah, exactly. It, it, would be, it would be what, I don't care what it was. Like, oh, that guy's doing sit-ups? Well, I guess I'm going to go over and do something. Like, gotcha. I'll just, just find it for the day. And that's how I figured out my workout. I love that. And um, Do you she, work for yourself or not? Uh, no, I don't work for myself. You need to start uh, working for yourself. If you, uh, if you get that competitive nature, yeah, no, you it, need to start working it, for yourself. It does work for work too. I work as a um, IT, so I'm a system administrator. Okay. So I work, work on troubleshooting large issues. So I take a lot of pride. I'm like, I'm the one that's the best at what I do. Gotcha. I, I'm, yeah. So you are problem solving at work. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's it, it solved. That's, That's a very like, entrepreneurial spirit. I yeah, love that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, so when she showed me powerlifting and then I started following people on Instagram, I saw like, oh, there's other people that are at like my weight that are pushing weight. I'm like, now I can put new goals. Like I can see okay. someone at 185 deadlifting like 650 pounds. But all right, cool. That's my next goal. And then I'll overtake him and then find the next goal. So it, you know that four minute mile, Robert yeah. Bannister? No. Do you know about that? Uh-uh. So like nobody could run the, the mile in under four minutes. And then right. Rob, uh, Rob Bannister did it. Mm. Next week, 21 people did it. See, it's, yeah. It's the same mindset, right? <laughs> exactly. You're, you're given permission by seeing other people do it. See, I didn't know that was possible. Now I know it's possible. Now I know I can Exactly. Do it. That's what you get getting yeah. at, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the four minute mile is exactly what you're talking right. about. Because like, like, I'm sure like when you're in the weight room, especially with, with sports and everything like that, you see other people pushing weight and everything. And you're like, all right, that's cool. But like, once you're around like really strong people, that's when it really opens the door. So yeah. um, me and my fiance uh, started learning more about it. And we went to a gym called Lift Factory here in Vegas. Okay. And uh, we met Michael Marino down there and he's a really great guy i've known him now since like 2016 so we've 60 years now okay and he's really big in the powerlifting scene and he started coaching my fiance and then he just kind of took us along with him in his powerlifting career so we got to lift with a lot of big people um i have a friend named dan grigsby who uh, i lifted back in 2017 he just pulled like 10,074 pounds at a recent meet for Damn. deadlifts yeah so like it's okay. i started getting into like the inner like learning about all these strong people meeting them I'm like all right cool these are just more and more goals for me so Your i just environment like exactly Exactly. Push harder. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, I remember like uh, a lot of people. I feel like get scared about powerlifting because they see these big numbers. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna set a standard, and every single time I hit the st I hit the platform or do a meet, I'm gonna beat that previous standard, and gotcha. that's my mentality in it. 
Yeah. Talk to me about, so obviously you do powerlifting. Talk to me uh, about your training. How often do you train and how, yeah. how do you kind of structure your training? What do you, what do you kind of do? So before I used to do my own, like I try to create a program based off like how other people, I would go on Reddit and I would go on um, like just across the internet and learn how other people train and try yeah. to incorporate that for myself. Um, a few years ago, I started getting a coach finally, and now okay. my coach regiments my my training. Was that a game program. changer for you? A huge game changer. I would you recommend any, that. To yeah, people. I recommend that for anybody who just wants to do general training that has a goal to find a instructor, not instructor, but a trainer or someone like that knows that space. Like, specializes that. Exactly. Space. Exactly. Yeah. Specializes. So I was, uh, at first, I had a, a coach named uh, Kevin. He was a really great local guy who got me um, along the way. Uh, we did some meets out in California. We won. Um, he actually helped me get the state record for 210 um, at squat, which I think was like 562. I think still holds for Nevada. So it was, uh, it was a great time. Ridiculous um, way. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was. I felt it was a great time. Yeah. So um, from there, I moved on to a, another guy named T. He's a really big bodybuilder. He competed at 275. Really big guy. Um, he was a really great help because he also did uh, nutrition, so I can learn okay. about macros and stuff like that yeah. on the other side. Awesome. Um, and now I work with Micah, who I mentioned originally. Yeah. He does my training. So right now we, we aim for five days a week. I have a really hectic work schedule. What so. do you say? We you do train with your fiance? Yeah, I train with my so fiance. So she's your Yeah, exactly. Partner. So she gets How coached. That? Yeah, she gets coached by the same person too. So we're, we, we're on the same program. That's awesome. He owns How does that help with your relationship? Does that make 100%. your relationship like super strong? Way easier. Because we train about four days a week and our training is like four hours a day about. Was we're, it really? Yeah, we're in the gym for a long time because nah. I'm working up to a set of like three by two at 500. So I have to really work up to gotcha. that weight. Or, and then I'm doing deadlifts the same day too up to like five. 520 so then i have to like so you recommend having like a partner a spouse oh, who, who, who yeah. trains is yeah no like, sorry don't have to go deadlift any ridiculous amount of no weight, no but, but like just having someone together. yeah exactly it makes it a lot easier like we're at the gym together we we do our meal preps together like we're on the same page of which all is, that which is huge right the it's meal huge side. it's huge our sunday usually sundays is all dedicated just meal preps for the weekend is it really for the week and then we're what good. a romantic day oh <laughs> It's well, you're with me on Sunday, so she's at home cooking for you. Oh man! So no, but like we go to Albertsons, it's almost like a, like a date down at Albertsons. Oh, like, really? oh, this is what we're getting today. Yeah, That's so awesome. it's 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 really helpful. It's, it's made the difference in the world. That's yeah. crazy. So how many days a week are you at the gym? Four. Uh, we try. We aim for five. It ends up being four just because of work schedules and everything. Okay. But yeah, usually yeah, we aim for four. And like those workouts are between three to four hours sometimes. Three to four hours. Yeah, just because it's so. When we work up to our weights, there's so I'm rev, revving up so much. I feel like I need to really get quality warm ups in. Gotcha. So it takes a while, and you need a little bit of rest period between. Because is just, that how many exercises are you knocking out um, in, in a three to four hour workout? Uh, so usually it's going to be like two or three main lifts. So I'll probably do like more a compound, right? Yeah, more compound. Lift. So I'll probably yeah. do something of deficit deadlifts or like a compound squat or a compound bench. And then I'm doing like four or five different accessory works based off that too. And then I have certain days that are just straight accessory work. Well, I'll have Saturdays where I just do. What's accessory work? Um, I'll do nothing but like cable flies or just free weights. Nothing, oh, really? Pretty much nothing with the barbell. Why do you, why do, you do that as a power uh, lifter? Uh, there's certain, like for one, I like being a little bit leaner and I also like doing the bodybuilding movements. I really enjoy that. That's still something okay. that I like to do in the gym. And plus it helps me focus on certain areas that maybe I'm deficient in my lifts like um one issue I have is I'm very explosive off the floor of my deadlifts but I have a strong time finishing so a lot of times I'll do a lot of uh back flies so I can work on my upper back or I'll do uh um, upright road like I'll, I'll try to change it really? up so I can focus on certain areas to help improve that's myself. interesting yeah and I feel like that's really important a lot of people don't really do those things but those things make the biggest difference in your lifts. so you're saying like you're going through the deadlift motion and that that top of the motion where you exactly. you need that exactly. upright row motion exactly you're yeah. strengthening that and it's 
you're isolating and strengthening. Exactly. That's interesting. Mm. So you've is that you're you're being taught that, or is that just like I've always done it? And or is then, that like self awareness, knowing that knowing how to break emotion down? Both. Like if I ever had a, a coach that didn't give me those things, I would do them anyway because I know that okay. those things benefit to it. And they're, they're like, definitely yeah. helping you. Oh, they're hundred percent. Yes, that's the, interesting. Yeah, I, I love it, and plus it still gives you that fatigue at the end of the day because I'm not doing reps of ten or twelve anymore, so I'm not rocking away leg day drained from yeah, my yeah, legs. Yeah. But those added to it. It gives me. It gives me and pushes me a little bit too where it, on the platform I might be getting stuck but then um, when I'm doing my accessory work I'm kind of pushing through that fatigue and okay. I'm making sure I'm, I'm growing from there too so that helps give me one exercise and how many sets and how your rep ranges work oh just man. say a deadlift yeah like let's say for deadlifts like uh, recently I've been doing a lot of deficit deadlifts so I have like a block of them on like a five like yeah a good size block that I'm pulling from to make a bigger range of motion uh, uh, so you're standing on the block yeah I'm standing on the okay. block so I, yeah so I'll do something like if I'm going heavy like 500 plus I'll do those for reps of like maybe four um, but what do you start with to warm up and oh man how many, how many um, sets I, you doing so I um I, I like feeling the weight, so I do pretty big jumps. So I might start off at 135, but from there it's going from like, and we have kilo plates at our gym, so yeah. it's a little bit different. So we'll go from like- I know, kilos, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, so we'll go from like 175, and I'll jump probably up to like 284 to like 365. So, so I'll probably do like, if I'm going up to 500, there's probably four or five sets I'm doing right before Reps that. Reps of four under six? Um, I'll probably, I don't usually multiple rep like certain weights. Like if I hit 405, I'll do that for two or three and then jump up to like 500. And then I'll okay. do that for two or three and then jump up to my working set of like whatever that is, a 520 to 600, and then I'll stay there. But yeah. I take pretty big jumps. And then how big a rest in between sets? Uh, I'm taking a, a good five minutes, two or three, no, not five, I'll say two or three minutes between are you, sets. Are you kind of measuring that out or are you just going by the way you feel and you um, find that? I, I try my minutes. best to actually measure it out. Like I'll, I'll sit down i'll put in my clock real quick i'll put a timer i'm like all right cool let me try my best to keep underneath this time because i don't like taking extended rest periods because i feel like that kind of just throws off my motion and my okay. mindset a little bit so i try my best to keep to it and this is yeah. being trial and error obviously exactly is your, yeah. is your fiance on the same type of page with her rest and the way she, uh, uh, trains? she takes yeah and she's and she's like to talk and communicate in the gym a little bit and we have a really tight gym group at our, at our gym i love it we have a yeah. really nice family so she uh she'll use that advantage kind of like talk to friends and stuff like that which is cool i totally yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. Everything. So she definitely takes longer rest periods, but I, it works because she's also doing like sets of maybe two sets of one, for example, of her 99% for max or something okay. like that. So it, it works out because you definitely need those because I feel like people rush too fast and that's how you end up failing a lot of those training Probably injuries reps. too, right? Ex a lot, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Is there anyone who rests uh, longer or shorter or is that kind of the standard? Um, I think a lot of people end up resting a little bit longer. They take a little bit longer breaks and everything, but okay. they want to also simulate like a meet. Um, at a meet, you're having a whole flight of people do squats, and then a whole flight of people uh, do gotcha. bench. And then a whole so how big would the break be at the, the meet? Usually, if you have like 45 lifters, uh, the break can be a good 10 minutes or more. You know? uh, really? Yeah, so I think a lot of people try to do an extended rest period to kind of simulate that a little bit. Like, all right, cool, how do I, if I'm in a meet, how am I gonna keep myself warm to be at a goal? How do you yeah. do that? Um, a, a lot, so a lot of uh, pacing, uh, for me, I often practice my squat in my head off in a warm-up room once I'm done, so I make sure that I'm like, just going through the motion exactly just okay. going through the motion of not me touching the weight or anything i'm just in my head just like all right cool feet go i go through my cues of like feet set all right knees set all right brace and then i'll go through i'm like all right cool reset and i'll just gotcha. keep doing that in my head because repetition is the biggest thing do you um use compressions or anything like that as yeah. well um i used to compete in um wrapped squats actually which is okay. you know, the wrapped wrapped knees i only did it once i'm not a big fan of that but i understand people who do it so now you just use compression sleeves yeah are you okay yeah a lot a lot of martial arts i 
I've done over the years. Like mm. throw a head kick, you don't throw another one for 15 minutes. You pull, yeah. you pull a doctor. Yeah. But I find compressions just keep you kind of regulated. No, like, where you can just throw that head kick again 15 minutes later and you're mm. okay. Yeah, exactly. And especially with, like I have to be really conscious because I still have knee issues with because um, my injury. Like, okay. I'll, I'll turn too yes, fast. Yes, say yeah. Yeah. If I turn too fast in the door, turn left, my kneecap will displace. So I have to be. Re- yeah, I have to be okay. really careful with that. So it's a. Uh, do you, do you isolate your knee and do training specifically for your knee? Yeah, I have what to. What do you do for that? Um, I, I went to a physical therapist for a while, so they gave me a lot of recommendation stuff that I do. I do a lot of like free weight stuff with my knee where I'm pretty much just testing range of motions. I'm doing like step ups. I'm doing single leg squats a lot of the time okay. just, to straight, just to isolate my knee because it's, yeah. Um, unfortunately, just with the patella being so loose, I mm. have to be really conscious of that. Because even on my squat, I can feel if I bust too far open, I can feel it pulling a little bit. As you bit. got 500 pounds. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah squats are it's a whole mentality. That's got to be a whole mind. It is. It is. I'm in uh, my own, and that's why I feel bad. I'll go to the gym, and I'm in my whole own world when it comes to squats. Because squats yeah. is a different, like a different... Uh, setback almost for me Will but you, i like tackling through the wall every time i'm like yeah. all right cool i might be a little bit nervous now but as soon as that weight goes up it's it's money that's there. crazy have yeah. you seen the um knees over toes guy yeah i know you're talking what, what do you think of him um i don't so like i have a very narrow st- squat and my knees tend to go over my toes pretty often too so i, I feel like i'm a big proponent of everybody is different yeah and i feel like everybody needs to practice with different kind of forms to be able to figure out what works best for them okay. i don't think there's one thing that works for everybody okay. i think there's definitely variations so okay yeah i mean i it, it makes sense but like i said i think everything works for different people yeah. okay this kind of lead me to my next question is um you ever lost your motivation yeah and um, i'm guessing that's probably from an injury I, and was, then how'd you get it back that was my first one um it, that was rough because when i had my knee injury I, I was on the couch for like two weeks um which is the worst thing in the world for it, 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 it is oh uh, it was worse i mean like I, I my scholarship was ripped the next day it wasn't it was oh yeah it was also that was part yeah, of it. you had a scholarship yeah i had a d3 scholarship out to uh vermont and that was uh that was ripped away really quick <laughs> is it really just like that yeah just like that they heard That's... the knee injury and how and how bad it was and i and i told my tore my o-ring in my shoulder and they're like that's just too much because i wasn't i was too young to get surgery at the time yeah too. they just want to kind of let it grow and go from there so i'm like Dude, all right gonna be hard, yeah, it was tough but i mean it was one of those things where like my, my mom actually helped me a lot there like you just need like she's military background so like you just have to get up and kick yourself in the butt and realize that there's another day and you got to take that day on and take yeah. the day on after that so that's what i did and i walked into a recruiter's office with crutches and i was like hey i don't know what we got to do to pass a physical but i'll do it and let's get it gotcha. done and that's that's what i did and two months later i went to uh i went to meps which is their medical processing uh center and i, I passed luckily really <laughs> yeah so didn't um didn't Dwayne Johnson get injured? Yeah, same yeah, type of story. Yeah, same kind of story. And if he continued his football career, he wouldn't be Dwayne Johnson. Exactly. So exactly. You, you, you never know, do you? Yeah. It's so, kind of what you make of it. Exactly. You, you got to make out of the situation. You're like, I'm going to grow from this. Yeah. But at the time, it's probably going to be the worst thing in the world. It, it was. I mean, um, that was a big one. I had another one um in 2019 where uh, there was a. Some racial issues going on with the the federation of I was competing in racial issues. Yeah, a little bit. And really, we started a petition a little bit to you know kind of raise awareness, and I got a lot of hate for that actually, and I got banned from that federation from competing anymore. Um, and that was another really big. And I didn't touch a barbell for like a year and a half in 2019. How, how did that come about? Like, um, what, I could, what, yeah, what's going on? So, so there was some um, owners. So in powerlifting, you have meet directors that are usually gym owners that put on meets and they get people in there and they're ones that facilitate and everything. 
Um, and there were some meet directors that were doing some racial profiling and not allowing people to compete and saying and like really scaring people off with their uh, comments and things. So I brought that up and like, so hey, the is that because they know like I think that, some yes, it, yeah, and my coach, I mean, like black guys are athletic as hell. It, it's, like. it, it is a little bit. That's how I felt, and my coach felt the same way as well. And he stopped competing for that same yeah. reason because he was an all-time world record holder. And he's like, there's a lot of times they wouldn't let me go to meets because they, of who I was, and I was like, that's crazy. So I, I brought that up and I talked to a lot of people like, hey, this is something that's happening. Like, let's talk about it. And a lot of people came up and told me it was too. So we created a petition. And we just wanted to w raise awareness so we can get someone like maybe on a board to kind of moderate yeah, yeah. those things. Um, and I got a lot of hate for that. Uh, yeah, I bet you yeah, I got, I got but banned. But you probably got a lot of support. A lot of support. Yeah, a lot of support. From the right people too, right? right? I'm sure you know too, like the, the one negative voice will always sound louder than the hundred positive voices. You know mm, what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's like the bad review. Yeah, the bad review. So it, it was tough. Like um, I had a lot of support from the Federation and then they flipped script and they're like, hey, you're banned from the sport from us. You can't compete with us. You can't really? go to the meets. And I was like, this and is crazy. And there's so many places you can compete, right? Exactly. I could, there's, there's not many gyms I go to in Vegas, unfortunately, because oh, of that really? situation. Oh, really? Same reason. Yeah, same really? reason. It was, it was a really big thing. It's and so I was, messed up, though. It was. And it's I, so messed up. And that's why I was like, all right, if you guys don't want me to compete, then I'll just sit in, my, sit in the house all day. So it was a year and a half where I didn't, and that, that's when I was at 210, and that year and a half, I didn't touch a barbell, and I dropped so look down at, to like look 175. Look at any sport we watch on TV. Yeah. It's like, it... Yeah, so it it was it was tough, but like um, being Australian, man, I, yeah. I don't see this stuff. Yeah, because we don't have the African American like you mm -hmm. do here. And it's when I came to this country, it blows my mind some of the stuff you see in here. Yeah, it was. It's, um, it's really bad. It's, I mean, it's it's and, and like it affects me personally because like I was in the military and I was in Georgia you for the country. right? Yeah, and the crazy part was I yeah. was in Georgia and I went to it was our last day in Georgia and I was with a friend of mine and we went down to a restaurant and we we're both in uniform and they're like, hey, uh, we can serve him, but we can't serve you. And I was like, oh, it must in be military. Yeah, uniform. I was in military. I was really confused. I was like, is it because we're military? He's like, no, we can serve him, but not you. And I was like, oh, it's because I'm, I'm black. That's crazy. Really? I, I didn't get, and I got kicked out. I, I never got to eat there. I, really? I, I never had the happen in to In military uniform. In military uniform. Holy like, crap. I was like, yeah, I had like my, oh my decoration for, like, for, for uh, graduating. It was like a whole thing. And I was like, that's crazy. That's that's a story. If I didn't hear from you yeah. specifically, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, it was, was. And that might be me, me naive or not growing up here, but that's that I, you blows hear the, my mind. And I heard them as a kid, but until it happened to me, I'm like, oh, now it hits home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I don't say to that. Yeah, it's it was, so it, that hit home a little bit for me, but like. When all that happened, like you said, I had a lot of support too, and a lot of people reached out to me. They're like, "Hey, we, like, a lot of people were excited to see me lift, okay. and I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. I had a whole bunch of people follow me, and they're like, "Hey, we followed you because of the petition. We want to see you lift yeah, again. Yeah, Where's yeah. the lifting at? Where, where are you at? Because I wasn't posting or anything for that time either. So I was like, oh, man, I didn't know people were like were excited to see that. So when I came back and I was starting to post a little bit more, I had a lot of support. People were okay. like, really genuinely excited, and I was like. This is like this is great. This is a good feeling to know that wasn't just all negative. So yeah, that support made me really start going back to the gym. And now it's been a full year since that happened. And I'm, okay, I'm loving the gym again. Like I'm gotcha. actually having fun. So it wasn't that excited. long ago. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Gotcha. It was. It was pretty. That probably would have made you train harder than ever. Too. It, it does a little it's bit. Like, dude, like, I'm going to show them exactly. And then like they have their. It's funny because that federation. Like I'm a 181 pound powerlifter. Yeah. I weigh like 176, so I fill out a little bit more now. And they have their 181ers that are like their prime guys. And I'm like. Those prime guys can't touch me, so it makes it. it yeah, it's, but even you look at Miss Olympia, most yeah. of the guys are being black, right? Ex like right. Ronnie Coleman dominated. Yeah, he's oh, dude. 
And, all I right. like, and I was good friends with them. I knew all the owner, all the meat directors. Pers- like I'm a very personal person. If I'm in there, I want to be involved. I was giving back to the community. I knew the director. I knew the owner. Like, me yeah. and the owner exchanged text messages all the time. So it was like it was really tough to have someone that I thought like had my back and I supported a lot and promoted them mm. for them to flip their back on me. I'm like I'm not trying to call you guys out. I'm just trying to bring awareness because you guys don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, I would take it as a backhanded compliment. Yeah, I would say they're threatened by you and yeah. they've got. Like it was, uh, I hate to say it, but if it's a white guy, it's a little bit harder to. No, I, I, and as much as I hate saying that, that's probably how they've gone about it. Yeah. So I would take that as a compliment. Hey, this guy's a huge threat. This guy is like coming up yeah. on all the ranks, and we're gonna do what we can to kind of surprise yeah, him. Yeah, no, exactly. And the fact that they have so many lifters, and they have all, and it's funny because the direct, the owner will still mention me by name. I was like, if you met, then I, I'm I'm in your head rent free, and that's yeah. fine with me. <laughs> Dude. All right, uh, diet. What yeah. is a powerlifting diet like? And what's um, your diet like? Yeah, so I used to count macros and stuff like that. We don't do that as much. We're very health conscious, so it's a it's a lot of protein, of course, as you can probably assume, like anybody's recovery, diet. Recovery, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. How much protein? Um, we don't measure out anymore. We do a lot of steak, however, though. So what we do now is be, to be more health conscious and kind of cut down on that part, just because we're not. I'm not watching my weight anymore. I'm no longer two eleven, cutting down to like one ninety eight. I'm more like filling out now. Okay. So I can be a little bit leaner or a little bit um, looser on my... Yeah, yep. yeah, a little gotcha. bit. So it's a lot of steak. Uh, we do a lot of chicken. I am a, I'm actually... A gr- I like grilling a lot. My uh, fiance's dad was a grill master, so I learned from him. Okay. So nice. I can kind of switch it up a little bit. But Grilling's um, like the best way to have meat anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like so, even salmon and grill oh, is amazing. Oh, man, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do um, pork butts or pork shoulders and stuff like that to get a little okay. bit of that. So we, I've a lot never of had salads. a pork shoulder. Oh, man. I'll have good. you for you sometime. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, be down for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, to be honest, we, I like uh, just for the steak. We'll do brisket sometimes, just so we have that okay. little bit of difference. So I mean, like, it's a lot of just switching up the proteins with different kind of sides that we were able to do. A lot of salads and stuff like that as well. Um, we eat about four times a day, like per, like kind of like moderate, me, medium sized meals. About okay, just to kind of four keep, times. Yeah, so nothing too crazy. I used to be like real big on eating like six times a day, where I'll eat like two small meals in the morning, some hard boiled eggs, and then try to do like that. Yeah. But um, when, that was back when I was heavier, and I just don't have that need to be like that. And size you realize anymore. it's more to life than just eating, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the hard. I, I mean, that's man, right. and I feel bad because I feel like a lot of people are always telling me eat, 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 and it's always tough because people almost like hate eating at a point. So. Oh, I would eat. I would just yeah. yeah. I would eat. Would never eat for pleasure mm-hmm. and people always like make fun of me how quick I eat now yeah. it's because I used to force feed myself 6 to 8 12 meals a day that was, that was so me I, it doesn't touch the side I'm like I eat like a dog and I feel I'm like, like up, up. it's my fiance that helped me with that because I'm very plain Jane I'll do chicken and rice um, when I'll put it down right man when I was overseas like I couldn't kick, cook my own food so I had a chicken salad sandwich for breakfast lunch and dinner like every yeah. day for like 6 months because I'm just like alright if I can't do anything then I'll just stick to one thing and I'll just eat really fast and then I'm heading straight to the gym yeah yeah yeah, it's just, it just fuel at that point. Exactly, right? you just exactly. I'm just like, I just That's need fueling and then go. So I, I get that. So she's helped out a lot. Where she she's really creative and she's really good cook too. Okay, so she helps out a lot of the side. So you got a winner right there. Yeah, right? Man, it's it's like I said, it was <laughs> you got a training bliss. partner and a chef. That's, oh, it's that's perfect. Bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Do you um, eat a lot of carbohydrates? If so, what type? Yeah, yeah. A lot I'm of, guessing you probably have a lot of good fats too. Yeah, a lot of good fats. Um, we'll do a lot of like we'll do a lot of rice, of course, and stuff like that. Um, a lot of potatoes and stuff. Try to get those ways in. Um. And then from there, like I let her take care of the sides for the most part, but it's we try to keep it very balanced. We try our best. Okay. To, yeah, I want to um, maybe at one point. I'm right at a level now where I feel like I'm getting into an elite 
kind of like low category for powerlifting that once I kind of escaped that threshold, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's start dialing the nutrition again now. Okay. And then we're starting, exactly. It's Take like, a little bit yeah, more Yeah, I'm taking like steps by steps. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. And just overall, how important do you think diet is? Just uh, just for general population. It, it, it makes and breaks people. It does. Because your diet will affect your mood. It will affect how you go to the gym. It will affect your recovery. It's I think it's like the most important part. It really is. And you're trying yeah. to lose weight. Like to me, you kind of yes. train a bad diet, right? Mm-hmm. So you you're saying like you need to make your diet the priority. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I just I feel like most people just don't get that. They don't. And I feel like diet also helps with your uh, not priorities, but how your schedule works too a little bit. Where like, all right, cool. I'm now, if you prioritize your diet, now you're going out getting a salad instead of going out to like the fast food restaurant, mm. and now you're just deploying your boy your body at that point. You know, so gotcha. it's like. It's it's key. It really is, and that, that changes your habits, and that changes your schedule, and your, and that really I feel like incentivizes people to go to the gym even more because you're doing that other part. And you're creating some type of structure, right? Exactly. Structure yeah. of your diet, with chill out. Structure is everything. I'm sure yeah, you agree yeah. with that, right? Yeah. Any, to succeed in anything, I feel like you need consistent structure. Yeah, consistent. Yeah, consistency. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you um you cheat? You have some splurges here and there. Oh, How yeah. does that work for uh, you? Saturdays are Saturdays and Fridays are like our splurge like dates. So like Friday, we'll usually try to get something that we like, and the Saturday's like our date day. So that's when we okay. kind of like splurge. And then outside of what's that, the, what's the splurging? Oh, uh, sushi is definitely a splurge. Dude, um, <laughs> it's my favorite food by far. Man, sushi is a splurge. But oh. sushi isn't really bad. For, like, it's, it's I not, just eat fish not. and rice. Exactly. I don't have the rolls. And, and that's why, like, when people when you hear people say about me, like, right, it's 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 a splurge, but it's not really. It's a pretty a damn healthy. Yeah, splurge. yeah. It's, you it's, could have gotten a lot worse than that. Exactly. Gotcha. Or, or something like, or trying something new because Vegas is so so nice with all different There's food spots. Food exactly. Here. So we'll try to find a new like Chinese spot or fuzz spot or something. Okay. like that. So we'll, we'll go out there and splurge by like find different restaurants. You go out of your yeah. way to go do something. Exactly. Yeah. Like we feel like we cook so much that so we it, we should kind of like, treat ourselves by going out. And, gotcha. Yeah. And do you find you really appreciate what you're having because you restrict yourself 90% of the time from it. 100%, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. find people eat junk all the time. It just, it, they don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But when you, I don't know, when you have ice cream for the first time in two weeks, yes. it's the best damn ice cream I've had. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it really makes a difference when you have it, like, when you restrict, yeah, when you restrict something. So you, when, when you get it, you almost value it a little bit more and you almost, like, you don't just go through it real fast. Yeah, you're like, oh, I can go get another one real quick. Like, no, yeah, yeah. this is lasting. This is all I got for like the week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, um, do powerlifters do cardio? And if so, how important it is. Uh, they, a lot of people make jokes about it that they don't, but a lot of them do. Um, I still try to do like I still try to do cardio because I like being being powerlifter is fun, but also having general fitness and having general mobility, general big, health. Exactly right. right. Yeah. I know I just can't just powerlift because when I'm a few years older and let's say my knees are getting even, like I need to have those mo- mobility and stuff. Um, I'm not going out playing like in running like five miles every day. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate running, <laughs> but I'll definitely do. Yeah, but I'll do, I love doing the bike and I like doing like I love doing sprints. I love doing sleds to be honest with you. Like, and that makes me kind of like, it gets me back my mode of general fitness and like okay. all right, I'm moving stuff again. And now I'm applying my powerlifting stuff a little bit to there. Like now I can feel like my leg drive in the sled is a lot a lot How better. How much weight can you move on a sled? I'm curious. Oh, because I, I, I just started doing sleds this year and I yeah. love it. I can't move that much weight, but I'm sure you're moving oh, ridiculous amounts. Especially being yeah. a football player too. Yeah, I, I love sleds, man. Too. It put, it's weird. Like sleds put me into a whole different mentality. How almost. much like, weight are you moving? Oh, um, I could. I, I haven't done like a math where I'm like just pushing ridiculous amount because I really just love to explode. Like I'll pop off with it and then explode through. Which it. is half the yeah. battle is getting the damn thing moving, right? Oh, man, I love it. It's and, and the thing too about sleds is the whole like keeping your feet driving, and I feel like that teaches yeah, people yeah. to work through sets and work through. Like I think that's and even the way your focus is exactly. exactly. Yeah. 
exactly. you're not you're not yeah. counting every step. Yeah. Yeah. So I could easily. How slide. many plates would you put on there? Oh, I could put three, four or five plates on a slide and push it. Like I, I want to put more just to test it out. And I think I might have to do that this week. Like you gave me that idea. Yeah, I might yeah. have to just throw. I might just throw a bunch of plates on the slide and just throw and push it. It's gonna be fun. What I've been doing yeah. is rather than using the handles, actually pushing down on the the plates. Oh, and just getting lower. Yeah, with getting lower. Ooh, That's fun. Yeah. You can't lose much weight, but it's. It's like climbing a sand hill. Yeah. There's no, there's no room for rest. I had one guy, he showed me um, with the sled, starting there, and then, but you start like almost in a frog position, so you almost have to explode there and then get your leg dry To get start. it going. Yeah. Gotcha. And I was like, I actually like, I, I like variations like that too. I definitely like making things a little bit more difficult. Mm. I feel like if you make it difficult, once you do it regular again, it's just that much easier. I love Exactly, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. The mistake I made was wearing the wrong shoes. They oh. weren't tight enough, and yeah. I was slipping out of my shoes. Oh, man. And I'm like, I can move this, but my damn shoes are yeah. killing me, or I'm going enough grip or mm -hmm. well i think that's a big thing too that a lot of people don't realize that your the equipment you use is really vital mm. too in the gym i see a lot of people they'll come in the gym and they'll try to deadlift with like um nike trainers i'm like that works but because of the arch and how the the shoes built you can't deadlift properly you want something flat and everything so what talk to me about that why yeah. why is it so important to have flat shoes oh, a lot of guys are using no shoes right yeah a lot of people because you want to be as flat as possible for, for deadlifts you want to make sure you have the, the biggest point of contact on the ground so you can push so everything's and, like exactly yeah most more, people have got flat most people have got uh, messed up feet don't yeah they? they have messed up feet i got really lucky where my mom found out when i was young i had really flat feet so i always bought wide shoes so i never okay. had like issues so i got a little lucky there but um i see a lot of people they'll try to use like the really narrow arch like uh, um asics or something like that in the gym and you end yeah. up just f conforming your feet and you can't get a proper drive so gotcha. see, yeah i think when it comes to squats though people use um some people use the heels some people use flats i think that's based off people uh everybody's different like personal preference yeah i, I actually like okay. flats a lot I, I squat in heels now but i like flats a lot and i have a very low squat so when i have heels i feel like i'm pitched forward almost oh, because gotcha. of it yeah. that's interesting yeah question i kind of want to ask you specifically is um do you worry about injuries doing powerlifting like yeah. i know you already yeah. got injuries but i know a lot of guys that lift heavy end up young and having some permanent injuries does no, no, that worry you? yeah it does a lot how um, do you kind of what's how do you approach that how do you get past that uh it, it's tough a lot of the times especially having previous injuries because i have like i'll get like in my head i'll see the flashback of everything and i'm like all right cool we gotta beat that out my head now have you ever uh you ever done jujitsu uh, I, I so it's funny i tried to and that's when, like my because my knee issues i i can't really too much i, I, I well that's what's gonna ask you i got yeah. i had a hill hook put on me and my ankle got popped Ooh. and the next time i rolled for probably the next six to twelve months i just had this mental issue i just anyone with near my feet i was like nah, i Man. don't want to play this game so so that i can feel you going through the yeah. same thing it's funny so um I found out actually through the injury, what happened is that um, I have loose ligaments in both these knees, which caused patella to shift. It's a bit around. Yeah, yeah. I had a s smaller one when I was younger. I didn't realize what it was. I did martial arts and um, I used to do fighting and uh, I used to travel and get um, invited out to tournaments. And that, once again, I was competitive as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved doing the fighting part. And uh, I threw a sidekick and the guy actually shot me and he came in on my knee on the inside and it did kind of like dislocate it because any sideways pressure will pop it. Yeah, out. absolutely. Yeah. yeah so uh, uh, I, I feel that so like every time i try to like mess with people like throw a kick mental. i'm like that comes back i'm like yeah we're good it's like this mental barrier right <laughs> yeah it's it's tough but i feel like um i have a really strong support system at, at my gym at fighter quit and luckily they get me through a lot with with hyping me and getting me through my squats because there's times where like i'm just like in my head i'm like we're just gonna go and if it dumps then it dumps and it, then we'll move on to the next day and that's really just how you have to approach it sometimes 
um, especially with bench, because I still have my injury from my shoulder that I'll have to get work done at some point. I have to just be very cautious. Everything's very technical when I lift. Everything's mm-hmm. like I'm setting everything. I'm going through cues in my head. Um, I adjust a lot. So it's a, I have to be very technical with my lifts so I can avoid my current injuries as well as not causing new ones. Yeah, causing new ones. Yeah. What's the, uh, the salts? Talk to me about the salts. Oh, the smelling salts. Yeah. The smelling salts. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, smelling the ammonia salts. I, I see it on TikTok. I, I, what is yeah. the go with that? So there, I don't know what actually comprises the smelling salts, but they're pretty much, it, it's, a, it's a huge rush of adrenaline. Like when you breathe it in, it's almost, it shell shocks you almost. And really? it really gets you amped up. Yeah. Um, a lot of sports use them. They just use them behind the scenes. So that way people okay. don't really kind of see it. Like if you see, if you ever watch American football and you ever watch the sidelines, a lot of American football players use ammonia. Uh, yeah. It's while, a, they're, while they're off. Yeah, well, they're off in the sideline. It, gotcha. it, it just kind of gets you amped up a little bit. If you never tried ammonia salts before, I would definitely like recommend. Like, just if you have it at your gym to try it, maybe on the, on the side, because it's 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 a different kind of feeling. It's hard to describe. It's almost like a big jolt of lightning through your body. Really? Yeah. It's it's. Is it bad for you? Is it um, consequences? So, so here's, and I will say this: a lot of people overuse the smelling salts. Okay. So then it turns into a thing where like, all right, now they get more selling smelling salts. Kind of like salts. pre-workout. They can't Ex- train without. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. I love I love my coach Micah to death, but Micah is crazy with it. Where it's some some people breathe in smelling salts and from a distance you'll you'll feel it and you'll have the back way i'm sure you've seen the videos mm. he's gotten to a point where he'll put the smelling salts close to his eye and he'll feel it come through his eye and it's just it's it is the crazy if you ever see that man lift it is the craziest thing in the world i'm like what are you doing that's but like nuts. that's the levels to it gotcha. <laughs> so i think i think a lot of people it, 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 what happens is people become dependent on it and they need that to hit Dependent every single order. lift exactly gotcha. and i'm like I, i'll do it for meats or if i have a really big pr that i'm doing then that's a different story like i um, so you isn't when you're that top 10 percent exactly you that, need that extra kick ex- exactly that's the yeah. only time yeah and that's probably is that where you'd suggest using it yeah, too? exactly yeah gotcha. yeah and th- my first time trying it i was at a meet and i've never done it before and it was my last squad i was doing um i think which is probably the perfect Time for it was, it, right? it was the perfect time for it. No, sorry, it was my last deadlift, and I was doing 631 for my last deadlift. And I was like, All right, cool. And someone's like, Have you ever tried smelling sauce before? I'm like, I've never tried them. And I, in the video, you could see me like, All right, and I get shell shocked. I'm like, Whoa, what is this? <laughs> but it, it helped, but it, it's they're Did fun. Did you lift the weight? Yeah, I got it. Oh man, Did it you was, feel like you yeah, I, I, it, feel, it felt amazing. It felt you great. Just, I just gotta squat this. Instead. Yeah, it, I saw stars afterwards, <laughs> but it felt great. But, oh, that's nice. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fun, honestly. Um, they tend to be overused, I feel like sometimes but uh, if you use them right for like the last 10 percent, or maybe like for a really rough day and you just need to get through the last piece yeah, of that workout yeah. like get that. like where pre-workout should be used yeah and not I, like wake up have pre-workout some just people, without even thinking about yeah, it yeah some people do that too i'm not um I'm, i try my best not to take pre-workout for that same reason where like if i go to a meet and i um now i take my pre-workout now yeah. i'm even amped on top of yeah, that. yeah i try absolutely. my best to do everything as bare minimum as possible i and love then, that yeah when i squat i try my best not to use squats for or use sleeves for my squats until i get really heavy okay because i want to feel everything yeah my, yeah my whole goal was to push my body as far as it could that's natural Nat- yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's the best way yeah. I think it's um, what is your opinion someone's looking to lose weight what mm. do you kind of suggest mm-hmm. how do people get healthier how do people lose weight in your opinion I think specializing like so going to a specialized person that can be able to assist you with that that's the biggest thing first but on top of that um, I think just taking taking that little bit of, of uh, 
curiosity and just going out and just doing the research and just taking that, taking that step. easier, right? Yeah, take, just taking that step. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't want to do it because they do the research and like, oh, there's too much to do. I have to go find a gym. I have to go find... If you just take that first step, then all the other steps feel e- easier and more natural afterwards, I feel like. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, like I said, dieting, dieting is the big, biggest thing, but when you find someone and take that step that can be able to assist you with that and at least get you going and then you learn from them and then do your own research and then you just create those building blocks and then guess what? Maybe that you might not need that person anymore now you're doing your own thing and now you're learning more on top of that so it's I feel like that's the biggest thing just finding someone so that way you can take that first step so you can create your own fitness journey I like that and you've mentioned a couple times having like a great fiance and having support around you Mm. do you feel like that isn't just as important too yes it's just as important yeah I mean having the spouse or the family or the yeah the people around you yeah because there's times I'm like there's times where I don't want to go to the gym and I'm down or and I'm in a funk it's like no we got to go this is this is this is this is what it is you all this stuff already happened in the past you can't control that but you can control going to the gym and how your day goes from here on out I'm like no yeah you're right and they'll go and so it it makes a huge difference yeah and when you have other people People that kind of rely on you yeah and you talked about like Sundays being meal prep like that's huge right yeah, it's oh it's like huge. how many yeah. couples are out there meal prepping today exactly not me <laughs> but how many should be probably most of us exactly right? right and then it's crazy too because people are like oh well, it's so expensive meal prep like, it's way cheaper to meal prep than going out and buying something every Healthy day food's yeah, quite cheap exactly it's yeah. just it's I feel like it's just an excuse it, it is yeah and I yeah. It, it, we going out and just doing the, like the little bit of research Sunday morning like hey let's find something like let's find like a new recipe for us to go in and try and we'll do yeah. that yeah so I, I love it it's it's 100% the the biggest thing has been the support and having my fiance and having the people in the gym like push me every single day. So you definitely yeah. suggest other people to kind of get oh, that type. Yeah, of. yeah, I think so. I think um, it, it, ha- having a training partner is tough and finding one is tough because I feel like people get so reliant. Tough. Yeah, the, you might get reliant on somebody who like, all right, they don't go, then I'm not going to go. And it shouldn't be that. It should always be like an additional factor to it. It's, so. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a good way of saying that. Additional, yeah. additional like bonus. Exactly. You're already doing it, and if they come, yeah. so be it. Exactly. But you're going no matter what exactly i'm going to the gym like oh well, i'm going to like all right cool now i'm going to do the gym better than you all right now now we're just going to up it a little bit more <laughs> so <laughs> that's how i was like kind of see i want I, I don't try to make everything a competition but in my head if i know i do i'll push myself a little bit further. i mean it's healthy, healthy it, it is a healthy competition yeah exactly all right uh so in america the top three killers are all diet related so it's mm-hmm. cancer diabetes and heart disease yeah. what do we do about i i think as uh, and my mom did a really good job with this. I think as a young age, we really have to, especially in this generation, because I feel like I'm the last generation that really does this. Is introducing kids into doing the sports and being active and promoting an active lifestyle from a young age, instead of trying to teach them at 14 when 14 of the years of their lives they've been just inside watching TV and they've had you know? bad habits. Right? Yeah, and have those bad yeah. habits, like going out there and showing them, like, hey, you know, you can have fun just going to the basketball court, or you can have fun having like a little skate ramp here and just saying like the, that two hour a day outside and just being active and doing yeah. things. I feel like that's a the biggest thing and then on top of that is with being active kids intend to want to eat more and everything because you're going out doing things and then just teaching them like all right cool now you're hungry this is how you eat properly after you got done doing exercise now like all right we just ate let's go get ice cream real quick yeah, you know what yeah. i mean so i think like all that goes hand in hand and it starts building those building blocks so when you get older like those people are like all right well now i'm on my own i know how i'm supposed to eat or i know how mm. i'm supposed to exercise yeah it's interesting like my i was only allowed to play video games for an hour a day mm-hmm. yeah and it, it really sucked because i was playing a game and i always get to the end and yeah. after turn it off right before I finish the game yeah and it was the most frustrating thing but here I'm the most active person still today mm-hmm. I was at half an hour of TV in the morning half an hour of TV at night after school yeah. and that was kicked outside but I was fine with that yeah and no. I think 
those little habits have been instilled in me the rest of my life. It has been 100%. Like, we would do um, we would do our sporting stuff and whatever, and then um, my mom gave us an hour to watch uh, wrestling from, yeah. like, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then that was our TV time. Like, all right, cool, now you guys are off the bed. Like, that's... You, yeah. You, and, but earning that, like, all right, we didn't... It almost felt like we had to earn it, too, by going outside and doing those activities. I like that, earning yeah. it. Yeah. You yeah. Can, you can have your video games. You can have your TV, it's, but you need a... So I, all right, so look at this. I got an eight-year-old daughter, and I kind of look at it the same way with when she has junk food. Mm. If you eat the healthy food, you can have the popsicle the junk, afterwards. 100%, or, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get it all day every day, but if you eat healthy food, I don't mind you having it. Yeah. But I'm not going to give it to you 90% of the time. It's like yep. 10%. Mm-hmm. So you're talking the same type of exact thing. Exact same thing. We used to do this thing where um, we had a, a water limit where you had to drink so much water before you got any kind of juice or flavored thing. And, and I know it sounds extreme a little <laughs> were bit. Were you just guzzling water? Yeah. Oh, yeah but it, it, but there, as I got older too, I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm going to, I might have that juice, but I'm drinking all those. I'm drinking this water first gotcha. before I get that juice. Like I'll put it to the side. If you drink all so, that water, you probably don't want that juice at the end. And anyway, that's what right? ends up happening. And that's what yeah. my mom, is, and that's why I think is that how that worked too. It's like, ah, yeah. really, and then it sits there for days like, oh man, I didn't even, I forgot it was even there and yeah. that's that's the crazy thing of weight loss if you if you eat healthy food especially vegetables and things you stop craving the bad food it's you just, start feeling full you start feeling like your blood sugar stays very regulated mm-hmm. you're not getting these ups and downs yes and you could have that junk food or that cake in the fridge and you don't want it because you've put something else you prioritize something else first exactly right and you just you feel a little bit better about it too like you said yeah and, like, mm. and you restrict a little bit so you might have that small piece like alright cool that small piece was enough or whatever and you don't have to worry yeah, about yeah you don't have the whole thing right exactly yeah, yeah that's exactly. so interesting man yeah uh, my last question longevity what do you kind of think is the secret to longevity in um, your opinion consistency and and real and recognizing what you need to work on uh, while you're at the gym. I feel like a lot of people just kind of like not ego lift, but they just want to go in. They'll hit a big bench and they're like, all right, cool, that moved all right. Let's move on to the next day. So like, all right, cool, maybe I can get a little bit more leg drive out of my bench, or maybe I can go ahead and work on maybe some shorter <laughs> mobility so that way we can get that sorted out. So I think consistency and just kind of always trying to fix the little things will always end up to having a longer career instead of always just attacking the same thing, going at it the same exact way gotcha yeah and what about just overall health like just living longer being healthier having a better quality life uh, the, what, what do you think's key it, it goes back to the the structure and consistency can stay consistent on your structure building that out making sure that you have a good regimen in place you have good balance i feel like people don't need to be super hyper focused on one thing but as long as you have a good balance of everything i feel like that could go that by itself goes a long way gotcha. and then once you have that good balance and structure you can kind of just build the foundation on top of that so balance on what exactly balance on just like so going from work life to home to gym to eating just making sure you, so making sure we have a healthy balance where you're not maybe overindulging with fast food and you're keep pulling that back because we're help eating healthier because we're also going to the gym a little bit more like all that i feel like it's a scale where it's like you have catch 22 positive or negative ex- exactly it is it, it can it, go it, one way or the other right, and but, we've both been there right yeah but that's the best part is i feel like everybody's different and it's a scale that everyone needs to like kind of slide the slider to where it fits best and yeah as, as close to the middle as you can get it i feel like it's it's, it's positive but everyone slides a little bit closer to the left or the right but keeping as positive uh, keeping as balanced as possible i feel like I goes like a long way i like yeah. to i like to split my life kind of family fitness finance fun mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's kind of my balance i got a friend who's like family fitness finance fun and then spiritual or he's or he's religion okay and yeah. that's the way he does it yeah 
But for me, like I find like oh, I'm kicking butt in business, but my health is suffering. My my mm-hmm. health is good, but I'm not spending as much time with my family. Exactly. I feel like it's very important to try to always, like you said, slide their scales yeah. so you get that that nice even balance. Yeah, and I like the scale thing too because I feel like everyone's life changes too, and your priorities oh, might absolutely. change. Exactly. Absolutely, exactly. So, and that's what allows that slider to kind of go back and forth. Where like as things change and priorities change, things get slid in a little bit. Like. Um, my next competition's in October, and once we get a little bit closer, probably toward the, towards the end of August or middle of August, um, all that training slide is going to go 90%. up. Yeah, exactly. Ninety percent. <laughs> exactly. But then we, but we both on the same page. Like, all right, cool. We have twelve weeks of ninety percent, and then it might turn back down to like maybe like sixty percent or fifty percent yeah. on the off season. So you getting yeah. selfish. You focus is, is, Ex- is like yeah. the slides are on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I like that. Like once you start getting to that zone, there's nothing better than that, and everything yeah. starts to move, and you're like, all right, great. But, Hit that goal, and then back. Yeah, off. exactly. But you can't stay like that twenty four seven because that's when other things start falling off. Mm. So it's it's cool to make sure you, you adjust it to where you need it to be. Just yeah. lastly, I wanted to ask you, um, goal setting. How do you how do you kind of tackle that? Um, I do a lot of small goals. And I'm sure you got a lot of goals. Yeah, right? I, I do. It's it's all about steps for me. Um, I always I'm sure do, you know your goals right now. If yeah, I asked you yeah. one of your goals, you probably have a goal. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yes, gotcha. So uh, so just having goals in the first place is huge. Exactly, and that yeah. can be with your family. That can be um, mm-hmm. with your training. That can be with financial mm. and then sorry I don't mean to cut you off but no. like you're, then you're talking about small steps right yeah so just like it, it, I feel like a lot of people make these big gaps in goals and then they feel like they get deterred because they're not me- reaching that goal yeah but really I'll create like an end goal and then I'll create steps for me to get to that end goal Love and that. all those Love are just that. check boxes for me like Love hey that. um one of my big goals right now is to get back to a 650 deadlift and I'm really I'm knocking on the door really and I'm excited so I'm like alright cool today we're going to the gym and we're doing this rep for this amount of weight that's the first checkbox and next week we're going to do it again and then that's the next checkbox gotcha. and then I know in my head as we go through and everything we'll get to the end goal but that consistency of me doing all my checkboxes will get me there in a realistic time period exactly right? in a realistic time period so why aren't you hitting that now what happened um, I, guess I, I was uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah, curious I was, like, as a powerlifter if you hit this how do you stay there? Or how do you keep going it's, forward? It's, it's tough. Like it's it's all about just attacking your your, your nervous system and, and trying to and, and load it with more weight and trying to just it's really just an attack head on mentality a lot of the time. Um, then I was 40, 30 pounds heavier, so I was able to. Uh, yes, yeah, that, that okay, was the other so that part. Was a big but, part but, of it. but also the part of it too, like well, I'm now moving weight there at a thirty pounds lighter feels great also too. So it's. It's tough because there's always gonna be weights, uh, weeks where your your strength dips and your strength increases. But it's, it, that's the other part too, just knowing that those dips are all part of the journey. It's it, that's all it is. Okay. It's all a part of it, and that that's what write, writes the book. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Dude. dude, thank you so much, man. No, that thanks was, for having dude, me. Dude, that was amazing. No, thank perfect. you for your time. <laughs>